to Podcast a Wonderful 2016, the very best what? of. Oh, yeah. yeah. The year of 2016. Right. But it's 2017 right now. Yeah. <laughs> but we're talking about last year when we did lots of great episodes. Did we put anything out for this year yet? Uh, I did one mini episode. Um, we should do like one really big one with all your friends. You think so? Yeah, just to be like our first real episode of 2017. Maybe. But not this one, because it's just the best of. Yeah, not this one. That's not, not this like garbage a real one. one. This is a special one. This is a piece of yeah. crap we're tossing yeah. out. <laughs> I'll snap at it, these idiots. No, I'm just kidding. I love you. 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 Anyway. That's uh, kind of weird. You probably don't even know any of them. Uh, so thank you so much, everybody, for uh, sending in your best of suggestions. We got a really great... I have tiny fingers. Cool. <laughs> we got a really great set of clips to uh, talk about today, uh, starting with our first one. I think this was actually possibly either the first or second episode of 2016 that was even eligible because we did two weeks of best ofs. Uh, this was episode 63, wherein uh, Kevin O'Brien was on as MailChimp, Alex was <laughs> Sunny the Cuckoo Bird. <laughs> And we talked about the, the, the Cocoa Puffs the cereal. Yeah, right. we talked about yeah. cereal. The podcast. The General Mills. Right. Uh, do you remember anything about this episode? Yes, I what? was like r- really actually crazy for Cuckoo Puffs. I was kept in the cell, I think. You're what? Oh yeah, kept in like, a kept in a bird cage. If I remember. Yeah, a bird cage, and General Mills would take me out whenever he needed to <laughs> use me for. Uh, secret military needs. Okay, well, in this clip, we didn't get a lot of the birdcage stuff. What we did get was a lot of talk about Captain Crunch's butt. (laughs) (laughs) You remember anything about that? Yes. Okay. Uh, And a certain effect that it had on the in the pants region anyway Uh. folks i hope you really enjoy this one it's really funny uh this episode was actually really funny as well you if you haven't heard it go back and listen to it but uh if nothing else this clip is going to if you know what i mean his booty no his like his like golden self what you're thinking about greggy he's thick af bro okay anyway here's the clip i think the soldiers going out there are good people that, that we should stand by them, but and the reason Wait, why I don't like this butt. <laughs> no, Go I, ahead. I didn't mean butt. I meant the reason why I didn't mean to say butt at all. Oh, okay. But uh, <laughs> I love when you say butt. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Crunch, Crunch's butt though. Captain Crunch is a fat butt. <laughs> but okay, come on. <laughs> Um, You're gonna give me a boner, dude. <laughs> <laughs> boner. 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 Captain Crunch, look at your butt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, but did you have a thought you were wanting to finish or yes. no? So, okay. But <laughs> uh, the reason why she came out 
out of his post was a good one if it was true. I think it is true because why would you just do that if he were just wanting to leave? Yeah, I have some questions about his story, but we'll get to that in the podcast part. So yeah. maybe we should get to that. Do you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about before we do that? Um, um yeah, just, um, you know, over 7,000 companies use MailChimp um, to get send their mail out, newsletters, et cetera. And some lady on the street uses MailChimp. What a surprise. <laughs> Okay, Sonny, go ahead. Plug uh, Cocoa Paws. Let's go. Get it in. Well, (laughs) watching that. What? (laughs) You should put like one of the actual ads. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Sonny. I'm cooking for Cocoa Paws. I did all the ads. No, I brought a tape actually of one of my ads. Young friends, this is a cuckoo bird. Pop, pop, cuckoo pops. Yum, yum, yum. Pop. Want to have some fun? Watch. Watch out because I'm... Cuckoo bird, cuckoo pops. It happens all the time. It's because cocoa puffs are made with delicious Hershey's cocoa. Luscious little chocolate crisp corn puffs. Ah, he caught me by surprise. Oh no, I can't resist them. Another Big G cereal from General Mills. So, uh, I was thinking something. Oh yes, so something else is... How incredibly Captain Crunch makes me bonerfied. Okay, okay. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Yeah, that one was weird, but I'm sure everybody enjoyed it. Uh, uh, I, I told you what was in the clip yeah. in, the off, in the off part there. Um, so you don't remember saying that at all, do you? Nope. <laughs> uh, anyway. So... It's funny when you go back and listen to these old episodes from the beginning of last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, like your voice has noticeably changed a little bit. It's gotten a little deeper. Yes. Yeah, just a little bit, but you sound much more kiddish, more a little kiddish in those mm-hmm. old episodes. Oh, okay. They're saying now. No, no, no. Now you're. And I just want to say practically something. a man now. No, I just want to say something. Thank you to all the people that have given us gifts. Oh yeah. Like we have a poster from someone for the reality <laughs> right, yeah. show show at Legos, the video games. Yep. Like little metal things. Yep, we've got a... Like the Amazon wish list. Uh, there's still some things on there you could go buy and that is <laughs> very much appreciated. There's also the PayPal donation. What? Uh, you could do that as well. What's that? Don't worry about it. I'll tell you when you're older. Um, oh. <laughs> what? Anyway, so this... Is that just so this... you donate? Uh, yeah, just where people don't. Okay, don't like they want to. <laughs> I just don't want to talk about it. I don't like talking about like people donating money. Yeah. I don't know why it makes me feel weird. Anyway, cut out the part where I actually. What does that mean? Because it's funny. <laughs> uh, so the next clip is uh, from episode sixty-four. Actually, the one directly after the the last yeah, the clip. Uh, yeah, we're not doing this in order of, like, most votes or anything like that. Because, we're just doing it randomly. Well, we're mostly going by uh, the order that they aired. Ah. So we did 63 first, 64 second. Um, this was 
the episode that actually got us mentioned in the Onion AV Club, uh, uh, which was, was the, really huge for us. It was a great episode. What was the episode about? It was, we were talking about Hello from the Magic Tavern, and you were Jeff Ross in this one. You remember anything about this? Does I remember it the well podcast. Long? Okay. Like, he was using internet from a weak internet signal from the Burger King. That yeah. Well... The character, Jeff Ross, he had a certain catchphrase that got brought up in the Onion AV Art Club article. Roasted. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I remember this one. Yeah. I kept trying to make really weak roasts. (laughs) Yes. The roasts were not very good. I couldn't find all of them, but I put, I think, three of them on this uh, clip for folks. Uh, Why the the roasts were not the best, but why? To get away from you. Oh, roasted. <laughs> well, it was more like you would whisper into the microphone after you said it. Roasted. <laughs> it was a funny bit. I'll, I have to admit, great job. Thanks. Thanks out to Jeff Ross, who's not really here today. I don't play Axis characters. Oh, okay. True, yes, yes. The real Jeff Ross was here. Uh, I don't know what I was saying earlier about you having a higher voice at the beginning of the year. Anyway, (laughs) uh, so folks, I hope you really enjoyed this one, and you'll see why it was so critically acclaimed. How do do you like my beautiful home? It's so nice having you here with me. Man, that purple with that yellow. Are you making fun of the color of my home? And that pink room with that, I mean, yeah, the purple room with that blue... But that's not good at all. Oh, come on, Jeff. Don't make fun of my interior decorating skills. I designed this entire thing myself. And I painted the house. Purple and yellow, I think you said. That's the colors I painted my house. Are you colorblind? I am colorblind, yes. What? Wait, no, I'm not colorblind. You're making fun of me. To be honest, Jeff, I'm getting really sick of the attitude... And if I hear you make fun of me one more time, you're on thin ice, buddy. I will end this segment of the podcast and we'll get to the end of the podcast. We're not even on ice. This is solid ground. It's carpet and wood underneath it. Do you need to get your eyes checked? Are you still colorblind? I'm not colorblind. I don't need to get my eyes checked. Jeff, stop roasting me. (laughs) I'm really sensitive about my eyes. I had to get glasses. Oh my God, he has fur. I don't have fur, it's a little hairy. Oh. Well, it's alright for a man to be fair, hurry, furry. Hairy. Thanks, that makes me feel a little better. No, it's not. Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I told you. One more time, and I was gonna stop. Oh, just one more chance. I'm sorry, I'm no, sorry. I gotta keep the joy. I'm sorry! Okay, one more chance. Okay. One more chance. Oh, um, <laughs> Pull um, yourself together, uh, man. Is just a cry, baby? I'm trying. Roasted. Wait a second. <laughs> I said what? Chance. That's it. Come on, just a minute. Hmm. You're on most of these. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one can know. This one was very. The episode. The next clip coming up. <clears throat> was from episode 666. Huh? Uh, it was kind of a surprise for people. Joe McGurl was on his Shrek. Oh, yeah. That was at the... He and got, like, a book on, 
from like you guys had a book. Yeah, I found a book in the woods and I started reciting stuff from it. And, and I Satan. accidentally summoned Satan. Yes, which is were... not me. Oh no, of course it was the Oops. real Satan. Yes, uh, and uh, so in this clip you've got the summoning scene. We talk about Harry Potter a little bit, and then <laughs> you have a very funny line about Donald Trump. Uh, back we used to make a lot of jokes about Donald Trump. <laughs> yep. Now we don't because we're afraid we'll be locked up. <laughs> uh, so what do you remember about this one? I remember I came out like a flesh book and I kept making the Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life Oh, jeez. Yeah, and I watched that thing after I found out about it. What? That's gross, dude. <laughs> I don't know what it's from. Oh, okay, good. Thank God. You don't look it up, okay? Oh, uh, that's... Uh, no, I'm... Bad. No, 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 don't, Sad don't, don't. I made the joke. Uh, so the, the podcast we talked about was Lore. Um, did you like that podcast? I don't remember it. Oh yeah, it's one where the one we were listening to was uh, like this, the Jersey Devil, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, if it was about something I was interested, it'd probably be cool, but it just wasn't to me. Uh, oh, that's too bad. The host of that show is going to come up later in the next episode, folks. So look forward to that. Uh, that mm-hmm. was a really good episode. Anyway, so for this one. Strap yourselves in. I think this was one of the... I listened to almost this entire episode for the Find the Clips, and the clip I came up with it was really long because it was just so much fun to listen to. Uh, I even tweeted a, a little mini clip of it. Like the first four are from the 60s. We had a real good uh, string of episodes there. Anyway, so just enjoy this, epi- this uh, clip now that I've hyped it up t- to hell and back. Because Satan was there. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Game of Thrones never could have happened without Shrek there to pave the way. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people say it's like Quentin Tarantino couldn't have existed without, you know, all those great samurai and Western movies. Uh, so I don't think Game of Thrones could could be as popular as it is if it weren't for for me and what everything I did for the dragon community. So how's Fiona doing then? She's good. She's pregnant again. Um, we're, we're up to our seventh child. Uh, we had uh, triplets, if you remember, um, in the, in the second, I don't know. I don't remember which movie it was in, but we definitely did have triplets. Uh, and so now we're going up to our seventh kid. It's really exciting. Um, wow. (laughs) You're seven. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, we, you know, there's not a lot to do in the swamp. So <laughs> you just kind of, you, you, I mean, Hey, you get it. Yeah. I've got three kids of my own. I know I'm pretty familiar with the way <laughs> the mechanics find out that. Happens. My man, <laughs> but it's different with ogre babies. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Ogre babies are, uh, qu- quite literally a handful. Um, cause they're big, uh, and they grow up at a rapid rate. So all of my, my triplets are older than me now for <laughs> I don't know I don't know how that worked out but um there's some kind of time and reality dimension bending that's going on in the swamp uh currently so I don't know if that's true with all ogre babies because when I was born I aged at a normal pace um so I don't know what's going on some type of magic I think happened when Fiona was turned into 
uh, a full ogre from being a woman, I think that might have something to do with it. Yeah. And uh, we don't talk about this often enough on the show, but magic is real. It does work and happens all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, when I when I was talking about how things were exaggerated for the movies, like movie magic, that's a real thing. It's (laughs) real magic that happens. Um, So, yeah, magic is happening all around us at all times. Donkey. What's the story with that guy? Uh, hey, he's, uh, not doing so great. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, haven't heard from him in a, in a couple months. He was, he, he was, uh, got into some trouble with some loan sharks. Um, and they were literal, uh, sharks. <laughs> um, so he was out off, you know, smuggling some, uh, illicit, uh, things that I can't go into detail. Um, but Let's just say he, fairy dust. Thank you. Yeah, we'll say some. He was definitely involved in the fairy dust trade in Duloc. Um, and so he got into some trouble uh, with the loan sharks, and I haven't really seen him in a couple months. But the, when, I, when I did see him last, he was doing good. Um, he shaved He shaved his entire body um, to make him like more agile, I guess he, he said. That's, that's a thing in the donkey world. Um, so... I mean, I, I wish him the West the best. Um, we'll see what happens. He's probably been doing a lot of swimming if he if he's been spending time with sharks. So. <laughs> I think that that makes sense now, because he was really he was like harping on. He's like, oh, I'm so agile now. Like I, I like my wind speed resistance. Like I can go so fast. And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but good, good, good for you. What was that guy? Oh, Lord Farquaad. He was he only in the first movie, or yeah? Well, he in the movie he got swallowed by the dragon. Oh, uh, right, right, right. So that's that's something in in real life. The real story is he just fell off a cliff. Um, and I think oh, right because there wasn't a dragon. I forgot about that. Right, for right. It was just a dragonfly. Um, he may have landed on top of a dragonfly. Uh, I don't know the whole story, but he just fell off a cliff. Um, and that was that. Was the dragonfly still in love with Donkey, though? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and and he loved the dragonfly, and he tried to kiss her, but it was so small, and, you know, donkeys have big mouths, so when he went, went to, like, put some tongue action in, he accidentally swallowed her. Oh, no. So it was kind of a reverse Lord Farquaad, uh, right. <laughs> where the dragon swallowed him, Donkey swallowed the dragonfly. He was yeah. heartbroken for months. Uh, he didn't snap out of it. You know, he, he, he had, I, I think that might've been what, what sent him down the path, uh, for fairy dust. Right. That, that makes sense. And so the, the half dragon, half donkey, uh, <laughs> babies must have been. That's a real deviation. Head. I don't know <laughs> that the, the writers thought it would be funny. I think it's kind of a gross, um, <laughs> a gross concept to put into a child's mind that there are these flying fire breathing donkeys. But you know what? If it sells toys at McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> and uh, your story was originally a book, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, I wrote my own book. Uh, I bring that up because I actually, um, I've got a new book. Oh yeah. What did you write it? Well, no, well, it's it... not that impressive. I wrote a book. <laughs> Right. But it's really interesting. I I was out in the woods the other day, Mm -hmm. uh, just hiking around. I came upon this cabin out there. It was uh, deserted. There was this old rusty car out front. (laughs) Uh, But I went down to the basement and I found this really weird looking book. Uh, 
It, it seems to be handwritten, uh, which is different. Yeah, I mean, you don't see much handwritten books anymore. Yeah, and so, well, I, I guess I shouldn't be saying this on the podcast, but I was thinking, if this book is actually good, I mean, it, it was in this <laughs> abandoned house. You, it was handwritten. Greg, you can you can say you did it. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that like you wrote this book? That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm gonna Look, put it out under my own can, name. I, say I, I mean, this it. is your your podcast. You can edit it out, but I think that's a great idea. I mean, look how look how well it worked out for me. I'm a big movie star now. Like you can True. you can you can get movie deals out of this. We did like a couple's uh, ABC Christmas specials. You'll be rolling in the dough, baby. But that depends on if the book is actually good. I haven't read oh, it. You haven't read yet. it. No. Well, what's it? What's does it have a title? Um, no, there's kind of a face on the front, and it's uh, it looks like it's screaming, kind of. Oh, okay. Uh, so and, it's kind of just an abstract. Uh, well, like it looks a little bit like an actual face. I don't know how they did this, but it's a, a little weird. But mm. let me just flip a couple pages here. Okay. Um, I'll just find something. Okay, let me know if you think this sounds like a good a good book that I could publish. Here we go. Okay. Yep. Um, Bagabi, Blaka, Blaka, Bachabay, Bachabay, Lamp, Lamp, Call, Call, Atchabay, Atchabay, Atrialos, Atrialos, Legos, Legos, Oh, I ate something bad earlier. I don't know. I gotta. <laughs> my stomach's making. Is this is this the first chapter title? <laughs> I just opened up the book, and this is what I'm seeing. Uh, okay. There's just a little bit more. Um, Simhack, um, Simhack, Etanolas, Etanolas. Yeah, Oh, thank you, Greg, for giving me this book. Man, I've oh. been I've been on that title for so and that the front covers the title for so long. Oh, now this is a little weird. <laughs> uh, we, we were talking about magic a little earlier. Yeah, I said these words and out of this book stepped to this man. Um, well, he's kind of a man. He looks more like a creature. Would you uh, just tell the people what you look like, please? Um, I well, I have devil horns and oh, okay. of course the devil tail because I'm Satan. You, Satan, never find anything strange out in the woods? Um, well, I have never been in the woods. Mm. You've never been in the woods? Um, well, Maybe, maybe I... you should come out to my swamp. I live right by a very nice enchanted forest. I think well, you'd really like it. things around me seem to usually catch on fire. Anything oh, that grew purely, like, without human help, has your forest been, like protected by human laws or anything like that no i think it's there's some type of uh ancient elven spells that protect it uh there's a protective bubble around oh. it that shields it from it will, human eyes since, only only magical creatures can see it uh, well if it's a magical bubble by elves then mm-hmm. i probably won't be able to go through oh that's too bad. sorry man and unless you invite me that's <sighs> like the one rule that the people inside have to invite me so kind of like a vampire to get yes, inside a house. Smart. One time when I was out in the woods, came upon, well, this was a separate time from the book that I found, yeah. but I came upon some magazines out there 
left yeah. by an older guy, I gotta say. <laughs> uh, they're kind of bloated and waterlogged, but uh, you, when you opened them up, you could still see everything. Nice. And that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> you I don't want to embarrass the devil or anything. <laughs> Won't embarrass me. Oh, well, it was naked ladies. <laughs> Satan, how much witchcraft can I do and, and still have it count as dabbling in it? Um, you can, when you start summoning, like, the undead, that's when you stop being regular dabbling in it. Uh-huh. That's when you're a full-on witch? Yeah. But that's, like, you have to do all elemental things, like fire, water, earth, and air. That's the only thing you can do to be dabbling in it, and then you summon the dead and opens up a whole new thing of powers. So, like, anime magic, that's all <laughs> that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. But then once you start doing the like the evil black magic stuff, then you're a witch. Yeah. What about like Harry Potter spells? Is that okay? Um, no. No. That, that was like Harry Potter was. Don't do say those spells unless you want whoever you're looking at or talking to to be cursed. Because these spells were found out of a book. They didn't know what they did, so they just used the words and. Uh, That's dangerous. Yes, well... J.K. Rowling is a monster. A lot of people, like the writers, the cameramen, got mm. accidents. Happened. Wow. Wait. How were they able to get it on the on, <laughs> on the movie? Uh, they... Or or was what were like Ron and Hermione like casting it at an extra you don't see off stage that got killed every time they did any of the spells? Like interns. Yeah. Like a wow. Ba- a ba- Never, don't say it. Bad one. Um, I can say it and hold it in. I've been doing magic, dark magic for since humanity was created. You think you could beat Harry Potter in a duel? Yes. I don't know. I don't know about that. He's the most powerful wizard. Um, Isn't he a Horcrux or something? That's important. Yeah. Um. Well, you do he's, know. He's the boy that lived, Alex. He's the boy that lived. I mean, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this Alex fellow? <laughs> Sounds like a handsome gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I did not like about this story that this guy told was when the monster landed on the shed. That really pissed me off. If a monster ever landed on my shed... Whoa, there, there'd be heck to pay. Yes, absolutely. I thought it was weird that they just stared at it for 10 minutes. <laughs> didn't do anything yeah wasn't it like dancing on oh. the roof yeah, they That's said it was like said. doing all this stuff on their shed and they're just standing there for 10 minutes and then they did something well that demon was trying to get me out of the book and the dances were some of the chants it's the uh, um so you've been in that book for a long time then yes. huh wow the book is so weakened all you had to say was the spell but then you had to do the dance, you had to do the ingredients. Oh, because you hadn't been in there as long? Must have been a long spell. Yeah. <laughs> probably didn't, probably didn't yeah. put a lot of points into magic. <laughs> nope. They'd only been, We only took like 30 seconds at it, but they were at it for 10 minutes. But yeah, just tell your demons to stay the heck away from my shed, okay? Um. Well, they'll be off your shed, but other people's sheds are... That's Still, game. Yep. demons love sheds. Yep. It's two two things demons love: causing <laughs> chaos and dancing on sheds. It's a tale as old as time. 
Would you be Shrek? fine if I danced oh. in your shed? No, I'd be angry. Oh. Nobody, nobody gets up on top of my shed but me, and maybe my wife on her anniversary. <laughs> wow, Greggy, that's kind of mean. I like it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You're a big anti-Trump guy, or are you pro-Trump? You know, we have a different kind of elect- election system in the swamp where we just... Uh, whoever can the- eat more pie wins. <laughs> yep, whoever can eat more pie becomes the president of the swamp. I am undefeated uh, <laughs> because I am an ogre. I do have an unfair advantage. Um, but, you know, I've been following up on all this election stuff. You know, I told you about finding that Ted Cruz biography. Um, this Trump guy sounds like he would do a lot of good things for my swamp. So, yeah, I think I'm, I'm in the pro-Trump camp. Uh, so you, you could really use a wall at the edge of your swamp? Well, I, have you seen my movies? I used to hate people coming into my swamp, but now I'd like it as long as he builds a big, beautiful door. The reason why they're building a wall is because they don't want Americans fleeing to Canada after Donald Trump is becoming the, becomes the president. Oh, great. Yes. <laughs> some, some biting political satire from <laughs> yep. our Dark Lord Satan. Wow. Dark Lord and Savior. I remember the Savior part. Uh, I don't know about that. So that, that joke... If Donald Trump wins, we're going to have to build a wall to Canada so to keep everybody from moving out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was that from Facebook or where where did you get that joke? Because I'm sure you heard it somewhere. Yeah, I heard it from I, th- I heard it from mom who I think heard it from Facebook. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't want to get too behind. But- the- oh wait, wait. That Satan heard. Yeah, Satan heard it from mom. <laughs> Satan heard it from you, who heard it from your mom. No, heard Satan heard it from his mom. Oh, right. Yeah. For some reason, his mom is on Facebook. I see. Who is Satan's mom? That's a... There's a song about her. Hmm? It goes, Satan's mom has got it going on. <laughs> I made I that know connection it might be wrong, just but as you I'm in love with Satan's mom. <laughs> Uh, I think it's Stacy's mom. Yeah. Is song. No, no, it's Satan's mom. Oh, I was just singing sure. it, didn't you hear? <laughs> yep, I did. Okay, episode 68 is our next clip. Uh, this was one where we did calls from listeners. Uh, listeners, wink, wink. Right, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think this was... Was this calls from listeners? It was either calls from listeners or just uh, questions from listeners. I don't it, remember which. It says which. calls on your notes. I know it says calls on my notes, but I made those notes and I could <laughs> yeah. have been wrong. But let's uh, not Google it. Folks, yeah, exactly. Let's not look it up. Folks, you'll have to go back and look for yourselves to figure out. What? For the laughs. Yeah. Giggles. Don't Google it. Yep. Uh, if I remember correctly, this is another pretty long clip, and it was incredibly funny in my opinion uh Batman. uh we wasn't batman on that episode no see this one was uh i think it might have been questions from listeners because we got a question from a listener who asked us to call jeff ross because they really enjoyed that episode and talked yeah to that again. was calls oh maybe so because i but remember anyway. doing batman and Pretending like I'm Batman and roast you, and you're like, "Oh, are you Jeff Ross?" Oh, maybe so. Anyway, so we tried to get a hold of Jeff, Someone. but uh, we had a little bit of trouble. Instead, yeah, we got his operator, Jeff. and uh, she was uh, an interesting character of her own. 
So just enjoy this phone call. It's really funny, in my opinion. Alex, can you call your friend Jeff Ross and see if he can roast Greggy again? I asked because I enjoy laughing. Yes, definitely. Okay, let's get him on the phone. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Oh, yeah, yep. Hello? Hello? This Hello? Is, this is... the operator. This is... Oh. <laughs> operator, I'm trying to talk to Jeff Rose right now. Jeff Rose? Yes. Who's Jeff Rose? Jeff Ross, I'm sorry. Oh. The one in California? Yeah. He does a rose? Yeah. I love that guy. So funny. Are you a machine <laughs> or... Are you one of the machine operators or... I'm, oh, wait. I'm, no, I'm a, I'm a real person. Oh. Does he My have operators for him? Cause My name's Linda. Uh, <laughs> hi, Linda. Um, since I can't get Jeff Ross, would you mind roasting my dad, Greggy? Oh, yeah, no problem. Okay, Greggy. Um, but... No, wait. I just wanted to say, um, when Jeff Ross did the Justin Bieber roast, he said he looked like a girl. That was so funny, I cracked up. Yeah, yeah, um, just please. I peed here. myself. <laughs> okay, here's my dad, Greggy. Um, say, your dad, Greggy, um... He is very cool. Um, no. He's a good podcaster. No, 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 no. Okay, just, we uh, need you to roast him, not compliment, okay? <laughs> oh, okay, I get it. Uh, let's see. My name is Linda. Oh. You sound handsome, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is getting kind of creepy here. <laughs> Linda, can I please talk to Jeff Ross? You're an adult, aren't you? It's, yes, I'm over 18. Oh, but you sound sexy, big boy. <laughs> Oh, come out at AT No, I get off at six. Um, uh, I'm only uh, eleven. <laughs> oh my god! I'm what just trying to. Of... I'm just trying to talk to Jeff Ross here. He's, I'm a, just a giant fan. Your dad is a real asshole. Let the little eleven-year-old boy. Um, talk to a grown woman and say she's sexy. What if it was? What if it was the police? I couldn't talk to a grown woman. Is that what you're saying right here, <laughs> ma'am? You need to talk to child services because this is messed up. That's so lonely. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> this that woman was crazy. It's a good thing I didn't have her on speaker. <laughs> that is a good thing. Oh man, you were silent. It's gonna be a weird. It's gonna be. Yeah, that's true. I didn't say anything like that. It's gonna be a weird part of the podcast where you know they only hear what you're saying <laughs> without hearing the other end of the conversation. It would be more funny. But. So you weren't able to get Jeff on the phone? No, it was just an operator from his house. Uh, I'm guessing, well, it's kind of weird because usually <laughs> operators are like the um, robots because who has time to pick up phones of random people? Wait, how would she know I was calling Jeff Rose? Ross? You told her. Oh, yes. Well, how did she get <laughs> Jeff Ross's number or her, his phone? I think Jeff Ross is dead. <laughs> hey, Linda. Hello? You can get off at six. Um, would you go to uh, McDonald's? At, no, um, I don't want to date you. You're an eleven-year-old boy. I don't want to date you <laughs> no, now. This is this is his dad. Oh, <laughs> I'm very sexy, aren't I? <laughs> is, is there a missus? Is there a missus? Is dead? Um, <laughs> not when you're around. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!
Well, not for me. You said McDonald's. I love a McDonald's day. Yeah. Okay. Um. Do not note the. Uh, by the way, I murdered Jeff Ross. Oh. Okay. Um. You're not a cop, right? You have to tell me if uh, you are. I'm not. Okay. I also was smoking weed. <laughs> okay. Good. Um. Bring some to my the McDonald's. Oh, uh, yeah. Do oh, not worry lunches. about the police there. They are just doing a routine checkup. <laughs> Maybe we should go to a McDonald's where there aren't police. Then. Uh, um, that's the only one I'm close to. The, the other ones are like miles away. I that live in the country. Trial. Okay, big boy. <laughs> big, big hanging, slanging ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I thought this was a McDonald's day. Um, it doesn't really seem like first day material here. Oh, sorry. I'm just so lonely. <laughs> Ever since Jeff Ross died. <laughs> was he was he cheating on a different missus? I don't know about that, but... He just, he just killed him for no reason. Yeah, he's done holding a gunpoint at night and cuddle with him. What? <laughs> That's the thing I like to do. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, your voice sounded very young for a minute there. Um, I'm not only 11. Oh, good, because that's something I like to look for in a man. Oh, what? I look for a man that's not 11. Oh, good. Okay, well, so see you there. McDonald's. Yeah, bye-bye. Okay, that was a creepy phone call, Dad. Uh, oh, wait, she's still on. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> bye-bye. Um, Wow. So I didn't hear what she was saying, but the things you were saying were wild. Like, <laughs> um, did you ever find out if she murdered Jeff Ross? Yes, she did. Oh, geez. She, she just she, came out and said that? Yep. She she said she used to hold on a gunpoint at night and cuddle. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. So sorry, Houston. We couldn't get Jeff on the phone. Um, <laughs> we tried. It just didn't work I out. I think he's dead. So we talked about episode 64 that got us into the Onion AV Club, and uh, I talked to the young lady that wrote about us in the Onion AV Club on Twitter, and I got her on the podcast, and she was on episode 75, uh, Rebecca Balm, Bal- Rebecca Balnas. I'm sorry, Rebecca, for saying your name wrong. I've, I've asked you so many times how to pronounce that correctly. I think I've got it Balnas. Anyway, Balnas. Rebecca Balnas. I think that's the way you say it. Anyway, she was on as Dana Scully. Uh, Alex was Albert Einstein. There was really Albert Einstein. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. We, we had Alex, Alex Einstein. Alex Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> um, wasn't that the steampunk episode where we pretended to be like yeah. real? You guys talked about steampunk a little bit. I don't know if that gets into the clip, but okay. uh, what you guys did talk about in the clip... Uh, embarrassing things getting stuck in shampoo bottles because <laughs> we had talked about the Hollywood Handbook episode with my friend Andrew Nye in it hey buddy buddy um, hello buddy buddy hey. uh, then in the middle of this clip uh, the plugs robot accidentally predicts the Cubs winning the World Series uh, <laughs> what? yeah well I was just doing a uh, reference to Back to the Future 2. Or maybe mm. Back to the Future, anyway. Um, but then the Cubs actually won the World Series, and that was uh, interesting. When was this? Uh, Cliff, thanks for pointing that out to me. And then you guys talk about alternate uses for uh, mattresses. And uh, 
I was trying to go for an embarrassing angle, but uh, because Rebecca was Dana Scully, the FBI agent, <laughs> you guys talked about blood and how weird that is. Stuff like that for a little while. So you always like it better when we have guests, right? Yeah, I usually like it better with guests. And it seems like you like it even better when we have a female guest. Is that true or false? Really? Really? Are we going down <laughs> I'm not, this route? No, no, no. I'm not saying it. I'm not even saying it like in a flirty way. I'm just saying it just seems in like... In a flirty way? Why would you... <laughs> <laughs> I just think it seems like you think no. it's more fun or... I like it more when there's more people. Right. I don't like care who it is. Okay. Although, it's usually... What? Uh, really boring? Just, no. A real chore? <laughs> Sometimes. The worst part of your week? <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Shh. Okay. I apologize. Uh, most of the time, your friends are funny. Oh, so good. That's why. Who, who is the most funny one, do you think? The episode with Darcy. Is that how you pronounce her name? Oh, Darcy Carden? Yeah. Yeah, she's not, like, my friend I know, necessarily. She's not your friend I, I'm a fan of hers, definitely. But yeah. I think after that episode, she's a friend of ours. Uh, that was really cool. great. Uh, maybe that one's going to appear in the next episode. Who knows? That clip. You mean, you mean uh, another. In the next clip, it's going to be. What? Never mind. No, we're going to do two best of episodes. Oh, okay. And possibly. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe the biggest guest we had all year might appear on the Best Stuff episode. <laughs> Who knows? It's a mystery. Nah, how Folks, you're just going to have to tune in to find <laughs> out. Uh, anyway, so let's get to this clip. Uh, there's just one more after it, so I hope you're excited. Here we go. Why does it say 012? Um, like 123? I don't know. It's some nerd shit. <laughs> <clears throat> so this week... Let me do this part. This week, Dana Scully, Albert Einstein, and I listened to Hollywood Handbook, episode 88, featuring Neil Campbell, Hayes Davenport, Sean Clements, and Andrew Nye. And Hollywood Handbook is a show where Hayes and Sean uh, tell you all about how to make it in Hollywood. And if you take notes, then you will be a big Hollywood star, just like them. Uh, are you an Anglophile, Albert Einstein? Anglophile? Yeah, what's your favorite England thing? <laughs> Um, I didn't know this question. Uh, my favorite England thing. What's in America that's from England? Um, the language. We modified it a lot. Sounds uh, so much different. Um, I don't know. What's your favorite England thing? Well, definitely tea. Tea? <laughs> You're a big tea drinker? No, it's just... That's just your favorite? Yeah. yeah. So, your favorite thing is tea, but you don't like tea that much. No. So, you don't really think that much about English people, do you? Well, most of my stuff is either made in China or America. Okay. We don't have time to get into your whole globalism rants. <laughs> how about you, uh, How about you, Dana? Are you an Anglophile? Well, I really am. And I was going to say tea because after like a long day, I do like to sit back and just like drink tea and my problems just disappear. But besides tea, I really like how um, all English men or rather boys, because they all kind of look like boys, um, they're quite pale and look on the brink of death. And I, you know, I'm into that. 
I like it. I like their cheekbones. I like how they kind of like heroin chic, you know, uh, train spotting. Oh, yes. Um, I like that because I want to save them. So that's my favorite thing about England. Mm -hmm. And just the accents. Oh, my God. Just I could listen to it all day. My favorite is the queen. What a babe. Oh, God. <laughs> well, if I like swung it. the other way, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm just so attracted to power, you know? It's oh, like, whoa. It. Her and Hillary Clinton, those are my two big... <laughs> my number one and two right now. Wait, what about your wife? Like? Angela Merkel? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my wife is in charge around the house, so she's so hot to me. <laughs> I bet um, she's got a lot of pantsuits. Just oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even her shirts are made of pantsuits. Pants? Yeah, I don't know how she does it. Wait, what? So, Albert, yeah. what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever gotten stuck in a shampoo bottle? <laughs> I know it's creaking too. Okay. Did you listen to this part? Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do they call in England? <laughs> I don't remember what they said, jubblies or something like that. <laughs> Definitely not my jubblies. Okay. Well, what was it then? Um, the keys to the house, and then you were locked outside uh, because you couldn't get in because your keys were in the shampoo bottle. <laughs> or maybe you've never gotten anything stuck in a shampoo bottle yeah, before. Be- I think that's a pretty because, common occurrence. Yeah, because uh, I don't have much. Oh, yeah. I've never actually had a shampoo bottle. Because your hair's a mess. Well... Yeah, and also, we didn't have shampoo in my time. <laughs> okay. What year was shampoo invented? <laughs> um, 2005. Huh, I didn't know that. That recently, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's amazing. How about you, Dana? Anything ever get stuck in a shampoo bottle before? Oh, um, you know, like my dignity? I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Uh, I remember back when shampoo was invented back in 2005. Those were the good old days. Well, the bottles were so new. It was like, of course, you wanted to play around with it. You wanted to experiment a little bit. (laughs) 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 And the tech wasn't 100% there yet. So it was easy to, you know, have a mishap. And <laughs> what kind of tech are we talking about here? Uh, this was 2005, so I was an adult at this point anyway. Of course, I'm 65 years old. Don't you don't have to tell me, Albert. Uh, so I, I'm older than you. Well, yeah, I didn't have the benefit of sleeping in a machine that I invented. I feel so energized after all that sleep got. I bet. Oh, I just remembered. I got my boobs stuck in a shampoo bottle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is a oh my weird. god, that is so embarrassing. But, so embarrassing. Hey, I can't, I'm not gonna lie. The same thing happened to me. That was where my story was headed. I didn't get there, <laughs> but uh, you do have man boob. <laughs> okay, 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 Albert. <clears throat> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, Matthew. Hey, 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 Matthew. Hey, 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 he's mad <laughs> <laughs> Who's Matthew? You say, uh, okay, yeah, Matthew. You're saying, all right, never mind. All right, uh, all right. <laughs> this is from a guy named PewDiePie. It's a what? 
Okay. What if it Thank was you. indeed, indeed, indeed? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. I like uh, it. <laughs> Copyright. Hi, I am a robot lady from the future. I am a different robot than the one who is on here on other weeks. I have come back to prevent Rebecca Bullness from being on podcasts are wonderful. In the distant future the virusoid overlord Quarantino has infected the world with malware minions even in the meat space outside of the internet, and only one woman can save us, Rebecca Bullness. However, she has given up on being a antivirus badass because of embarrassment from being on a mediocre podcast one time. My mission is to stop her from being on podcasts are wonderful, let people know about her very funny tweets at Almond Milk Hotel on Twitter, and save the world. Also while I am in the past I am going to do a lot of sports betting so my robot children can have trillions of neo credits. Going to put it all down on the cubbies. Okay, this part this part really confused me. So Albert, um, what did Hayes and Sean mean about other uses for a mattress? Because I didn't get that. <laughs> well, it's all about the science. Uh, uh, Dana, you were saying that you were like a doctor and you worked with bodies. Uh, how will you tell us? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I get it. Okay, so it's for autopsies and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You don't always have like the one of those table things that you know we put the bodies on. Um, you don't always have it. Sometimes they're all used up. And you know what? The body may be dead, but like, why not let it be comfortable? You know? <laughs> Just get a Casper mattress. It'll come in in a box the size of a mini fridge. No problem. You can pop it open. You can live in it. Or like Lisa. I don't know about you guys, but Lisa. <laughs> what? Yeah, gonna... I do love Lisa because Who's... they've got that whole charity angle, and that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that they're like the Warby Parker uh, or Tom Shoes of mattresses. <laughs> That's what I've heard. I think every time anyone decides to use that business model, you have to tack that onto the end of the uh, of the yeah. description of how how it works. Uh, so you know when you're older, <laughs> you know you're no, I five. get it. Autopsies, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. When you want to cut up a body, you put it on the mattress. It's got that um that rubber foam or whatever, so the blood's gonna like just sluice right off. Yeah, no problem. Totally blood. Okay. And like as scientists though, like we love blood. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We're just like, like we, cool, nice. Yeah. We don't use rubber <laughs> plate, you use blood. So if you saw okay, if you saw a puddle of blood, what would be your first reaction, Dana? Science. It would be I would honestly have to um stop myself from jumping in it and splashing around. Um because that's my first instinct, you know, just like give me that blood. Um Which one to drink it. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean I'm curious because I know what my blood tastes like, but what about other people? Is there a, is there a flavor to it? Um do we got some paprika action? I don't know. Um, Does it taste like ice cream? Like Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Um I would love blood that would taste like cake batter ice cream. That's cool. I love that. So that's really what happens to me, my first reaction. As an FBI agent, though, like, 
my second, or uh, if I'm being honest, my fifth reaction is, where'd the blood come from? <laughs> What's what your happened? second, third, fourth? No, we don't have to. <laughs> Let's all uh, but guys, don't call me lame or anything, but I kind of would prefer if blood tasted like vanilla. Oh. I know. Sorry. <laughs> I, uh, I wouldn't want blood to either taste like beef jerky or bacon. <laughs> Okay. That would okay. be weird. You want to drink that? Yeah, I'll drink it. All right. I'll it up. <laughs> I mean, like bacon is all science. It's like we worship that. <laughs> okay, science. Reddit. Shut up. No, you know uh, they're putting bacon. They're making bacon ice cream now. Like bacon. Oh, I love bacon. Bacon's like, uh, just it's like pizza. I love bacon and pizza and just like. PBR and hanging out with my bros, you know? <laughs> okay, it's the last clip of the clip of the episode. Are you so sad that this is almost over? Nope. Why not? Because we're using a way to do another one. Oh, true. We are doing another one. Yeah. I think next for next week, I'll ask for questions. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, folks, if, if you want to and send in a question, calls. go ahead and do it. We, um, we should calls. actually call some people. We should call some people? Yeah. Um... How would I do that? Tweet I don't, out phone numbers. For well, I could... Yeah, but then I'd have to just put it on speaker on my phone and yeah. hold it up to the microphone. I don't know if that sounds great to do for the best of episode, but if you just send in your questions to uh, Twitter or Facebook or my email, podcastwonderful at gmail.com, uh, we'll answer next week. I'll, I'll put out a Twitter for uh, email, uh, questions as well coming up on it. Maybe we can do some wink wink calls. Oh, yeah, true. That are totally true and legit. Right, we do. Yeah, yeah. That's true, we have done calls before, (laughs) I forgot about that. We gotta get a uh, mixer, a proper mixer, so that we could do real calls, that would be good. What do you mean, a proper mixer? Uh, It's where you you can, like, plug audio into it, and then it'll, eh, I'll tell you when you're older. Anyway. (laughs) That sounds... So this next clip was from episodes 99 and 103. Uh, so last year, well, not last year, but year before last, uh, for Halloween, I wrote three short stories and I tied them all together. And it was kind of a, a mix up of uh, Welcome to Night Vale and Prairie Home Companion. Uh, that was really well received and people really enjoyed it. However, Uh, Writing three different horror short stories is a little difficult. I wasn't struck with inspiration this year, I guess you could say. Uh, I didn't come up with them. I've actually, for this next year, I've I've got one in mind already. Maybe I can, maybe we can return to Lake Melancholera this year. Uh, But do you want me to make one? Maybe. Maybe if you want, yeah, you could. Uh, The way I did it, I don't think you ever even listened to the first one. Nope. You should. I think you might like it because it's kind of. uh, Horror-y. 199 and 103? No, not 99. 99 and 103. 99 was where we uh, made up our own horror stories. Oh, yeah, stories. is that the one where... Ghost stories. The, like, the typewriter and stuff? Yeah, and then for 103, uh, I adapted your short story into... Oh, the typewriter? Yeah, like a little radio play, and I, I heavily edited it with plenty of uh, sound effects and stuff. And uh, I got some voice actor friends of mine, uh, Andrew Clotworthy and Joe McGurl. They're actual actors. Uh, Cross promo. Yeah, I got them to uh, come on and be on the show with me and 
play your characters. I think it was Derek and what was the other one? James and Derek, was that it? Nothing with James. Okay, I'm probably wrong. Anyway, people will hear it in a second. So this was what we did for Halloween this year. Uh, I don't know if everybody connected that it was from the short story. I assume they must have because it was exactly the same story. But uh, I, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, this is a good way to listen to it, I think. Um, nobody really requested this one. This was my own idea, but I just wanted to put it together for folks uh, so you could hear them together. So enjoy that. Here you go. Okay, so two boys were like best friends for life. Uh-huh. All their lives. Right. Um, James and the... Derek. Derek, okay. James and, uh, Eric. <laughs> James and Derek were, uh, walking along one night, close to Halloween, not exactly Halloween yet, mm-hmm. uh, scaring little kids, running around, and they walk up to this house that They've been dared by their friends at school, Devin, to go into the house and stay the night. The night before Halloween starts. Devil's night. Yeah. Basically Halloween Eve. Mm-hmm. And so they stay in. They're getting in. They have their duffel bags with toothbrushes and cameras and things like that to show that they actually did it. So they put their camera up that takes time so that they... No, so that they can just look at the time and see that they didn't just put it in there, take a few shots, and then walk out. And so, staying in there, they're exploring, going into rooms, seeing that there's no, like, wild dogs or something in there, I don't know. And they go into this room that has a typewriter, and they sit down, look at it, and they already have a sheet that says, do not come in, or something like that, or do not type. Like the last person that used it had typed on there. Do not. Or get out or something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do not use this typewriter. (laughs) Well, they had used the typewriter to type that, so obviously (laughs) it works. And they're thinking, why not? And so they test it out, and it works. Or maybe it just said, beware. No, I said, do not use the typewriter. (laughs) Okay, sorry. (laughs) They type in, why not? Just playing around, seeing what it meant. They walk out. And when they think that it doesn't mean anything, hour passes or so. They check their camera, still working. Then they hear the typewriter going off, and Derek yells for James, What are you doing? Because James was looking for a place to go to the bathroom. He comes out a room, like, comes down the upstairs room when the typewriter was on the bottom floor. And so they go in, and it says, Because. And that's all it says. Um, so, like, hmm, we should probably get out of here. So they take the camera, and Derek says to Derek says to James, James, hey, your camera is broken because it kept kind of like you know how screens look when they glitch, just mm. kind of shake. Basically, doing that. He like looked at the pictures that were on it. Yeah. Oh no, it was it was like a video. Okay. So he was looking at it. It was still taking it. They're like, we should probably leave. That's kind of strange. And so they're walking out, and they actually do get out, but their duffels like the camera will not come out. Stops at the door and doesn't move. And they hear furious typing on their uh, on the typewriter. They want to get out, but they don't want to lose their camera because they don't want to get in trouble from their mom. That's their mom's camera. Yeah. It's James's mom's camera. Yeah. 
Derek's mom gave them the the, the, the tripod thingy. Okay. So, so, uh, so it's so a it's group effort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so neither of them want to get in trouble by either of their parents. Uh-huh. And so they walk in, like, seeing what's wrong with the camera or whatever it's wrong, and they're thinking, this is strange. So they walk in, and all it's saying is, because of me, because of me, because of me, on the typewriter. Now they're scared, and they don't care of getting in trouble. And they walk out, and the camera's just floating there, staring at them. And oh, and they can get out and everything? Yeah. But the camera stays in there? Mm-hmm. The camera's, like, floating there. That's the end. It's, like, a cliffhanger. Oh. Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, so what happens? <laughs> so... Basically, Derek and James are just stuck there, and this camera is floating, watching them, basically. Mm-hmm. It looks like, because it's moving towards them, like, with a hilly kind of movement. Like, it's... Oh, like somebody's actually like walking holding with it. holding it and walking. Uh-huh. And so they're backing up, thinking, this is strange. And the typewriter goes off, and it says, stay away, stay away. And then I'm looking at it, and I'm like, what? And at the end... Right before, like, the typewriter explodes, it says, of the camera, and then the typewriter explodes. Stay away from the camera? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so they're like, what? And the camera had looked at the typewriter, looked at the kids, looked at the typewriter, the pieces of it now, mm-hmm. and started running towards them. And they run upstairs, seeing what's going on. They hit the window, and it breaks. And so they turn around, looking at the camera. They turn back around, and there's bricks in the doorway, and in the windowway. Oh wow! And being scared, James runs at the camera, trying to like push it down. Huh. And he runs into like basically a wall, and breaks his nose. Ouch! Like like basically running to a person. Uh huh. But it's really hard, and the camera falls down, and it makes it seem like. The- person ghost wherever was holding it fall fell uh-huh. so they warm down the stairs and they went into the typewriter room with the explode the yeah <laughs> where the typewriter had exploded yeah but but it was back together no it just wasn't the room it was just oh. an entire different room with the bed you know those beds that have the four like i think they're called four poster beds yeah they had the four poles on the edge, on the edges and the uh-huh. drapes over them. Mm-hmm. And they hear crying, like, it's a crib. And uh-huh. the door slams behind them. And they hear, like, inside the crib saying, do you want to play? <laughs> Spooky. Yeah. Is the camera in there so, with them? Yeah, the camera is behind them. And you can hear them saying, play with my daughter. She just wants to play. And now they're stuck in there forever, playing pretend tea and with the dolls. And if they ever get out of the line, she cuts off a finger. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That the is mom. spooky. Was the mom the ghost? Yeah, the mom was the one on the camera, seeing if they're, oh, like... Still trapping them in there. Yeah. Jeez. And basically, that boy Devin, what a jerk. <laughs> No, the Devin and the friends didn't know. They were oh, just like they were just screwing around. They didn't think it was really haunted. The reason why, like, they think it's haunted, because like a year before they went in and they found a diary that said, like, a diary that had a page ri- ripped from like 
a medical journal, basically, uh-huh. that said, like, a name, and it said Alter Ego. So, basically, the mom that was typing on it was, like, stay away, because her alter ego would kill them. Oh, like her evil twin. Yeah, basically. Very spooky. Okay, James, do you have all the stuff? My mom's tripod, your mom's camera, sleeping bags. Yeah. Why do I have to carry all the stuff, by the way? Because our friend Devin at school dared us to stay in this spooky abandoned house overnight, and we need your mom's camera with a timestamp to prove we were really here. Well, yeah, but I mean, why aren't you carrying anything? And why are you saying all this stuff I already know? Ugh, calling attention to exposition as a way to excuse yourself from it is super hack at this point, James. Let's just get in the house and get this night over with. James and Derek, two junior high school boys, begin looking around for a way to enter the spooky abandoned house. Mm, why don't we just try the front door? Stop screwing around. Help me pull this board off the basement window here. Uh, the door is unlocked. That's weird. Derek and James enter the house and set up their camera and sleeping bags in the front room. Maybe we should explore a little. You know, check for wild dogs or whatever. Good idea. Our town is infested with wild dogs. Here, take this flashlight. James and Derek begin exploring the two-story house. Every step sends up an eerie creak from the floorboards, and their flashlights bouncing around create strange shadows everywhere. The boys enter a room that contains only a small table with a typewriter on it. Wow, that's really weird. Look, there's a piece of paper in it. What does it say? Hold your flashlight on it for me. It says, Do not come in. Do not type. Do not use this typewriter. Does it work? Maybe we should use the typewriter. Yeah, whoever used it last was probably goofing around about not using it. Let's see. Yeah, the spacebar seems to work at least. What should I type? Hmm. Type in there... Why not? Then we can come back in a few days after we stay the night here tonight, and maybe the person who typed this will have come back and answered the question while we were gone. Good idea. Here we go. Derek presses the return key and types why not on the paper, under the warning left by the typewriter's previous user. The boys leave the typewriter room to go explore the rest of the house. They spend an hour looking around, so I guess the place must be really huge. Uh, After they think they've seen everything, they go back to the front room to check on the cameras. I'll be right back, man. I have to find a toilet. This is an abandoned house, James. The whole thing is a toilet. You're nasty, dude. James leaves Derek checking the camera while he looks for somewhere to pee. While he's gone, Derek hears the typewriter typing again. James, what are you doing? That's not me! I hear it too! The boys meet outside the typewriter room and enter it together. Under where they had written, why not, the paper now says, because. Okay, I am super freaked out. Me too, Jam. I mean James, sorry. Uh, I'm scared. I accidentally called you Jam. Let's get the camera and get out of here. They run to the front room and stuff sleeping bags back into the duffel bag. Derek goes to the camera to pack it, but as he does, he notices something very unusual on the camera's viewfinder. Check it out, James. The picture's shaking around and glitching out like crazy. We should probably leave. That's pretty strange. Derek packs the camera and tripod in the duffel bag and the boys attempt to leave the house. When they walk out the door, however, the duffel bag gets caught in midair as though something is holding it inside. 
They hear loud, furious typing coming from inside the house. We should just go, James. Just leave the bag. No, no way! That's my mom's camera and your mom's tripod in that bag, and I'll be dead meat if I leave it. Let's just go see who's typing in there. Come on, James. Just leave it. It's not worth it. That's easy for you to say. What's your mom do with a tripod and no camera anyway? (sighs) Fine. But if I die in there, I'm kicking your butt. James and Derek re-enter the house and drop the duffel bag in the front room again. They go back to see who is doing the typing. The sound of typing silences as they open the door, providing no time for anyone inside to leave. They go to the typewriter and see someone, or something, has written, BECAUSE OF ME, over and over on the paper. That's it. I can't take this anymore, James. We're leaving the bag and getting the heck out of here. Yeah, you're right. Let's go. The boys run out of the typewriter room and down the hallway into the front room. They're stopped dead in their tracks by the camera, floating on its own between them and the front door. The end. Or is it? No, it's not. The camera moves towards Derek and James in an up and down motion, as though an invisible person is carrying it. They back away from the camera, thinking this is strange. They hear the sound of the typewriter again and run back to the typewriter room. From across the room, they can see the typewriter typing on its own. It's somehow typing in a larger font they can see from across the room on a fresh sheet of paper. It says, Stay away! Stay away! Stay away from the camera! Then the typewriter explodes. What? The camera is back in the doorway. It points at the kids, points at the typewriter, looks back at the kids, and starts running towards them. The boys juke around the camera and run up the stairs. At the end of the second story hallway is a window. They run up to it and look outside to see it leads out onto the lawn below. Derek tries to open the window, but it's stuck shut. Derek, look out! James grabs an old table displaying a sepia-toned picture of a little girl in a frilly dress and knocks the picture to the floor. Then, with a mighty swing, uses it to break the window and runs the table legs against the edges to knock out any shards still attached to the window frame. Oh no, James, look! Both boys look behind them to see the camera coming towards them fast. When they turn back to the window to jump out, they discover that the window frame is now completely bricked in, as though it had been that way for a hundred years. That's kind of like that movie Grave Encounters we watched last week, isn't it? This is no time for your meta-commentary, James. What are we going to do about that camera? Ah! James' fight-or-flight reflexes kick in, and he runs full out towards the camera. He runs into basically a wall or invisible person and breaks his nose. The camera falls to the floor as though the ghost holding it has also fallen. They run past it back into the typewriter room. Whoa, Derek, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Yeah, what the heck happened in here? Where did all this stuff come from? The typewriter room is now a completely different room. It's a child's room, still clearly abandoned for years, but now with paintings of clowns and horses on the walls, old-fashioned dolls and toys on the floor, and a large, curtained four-poster bed. Crying can be heard from behind the curtains. The door to the room slams behind them. Inside the bed, the crying stops. Do you want to play? Play with my daughter. She just wants to play. The camera floats to the bed as the curtain begins to open. Derek and James are now stuck in the room forever, playing tea party games with the ghost girl. If they ever get out of line or try to leave, the ghost mom cuts off their finger.
so that was our last clip of the week. Uh, come back next week for the final, I think it's seven more clips that we've got coming next week. Uh, send us in those questions. Uh, thank you for listening, of course. I'll, I'll get really sappy at the end of the next one, but just for this episode, I'll just say thanks for listening to this episode. No, you're going to have 11, no, 20, no, 40 clips in the next episode. Hey, our fans, they love us so much that we just might like that. Maybe. Who knows? Anyway. Maybe you're just sharing yourself in. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, another thing I did recently was this thing called Scoop Troop Top Tips. This gentleman named Requisite Monocle on uh, Reddit asked my friend Chanson and I to host a best of clip show for Hollywood Handbook, uh, where folks on Reddit had all voted on which were their favorite episodes and he took the top 15 and some the ads that they do on Hollywood Handbook because they do really funny ads and uh, we're counting down the the clips and also the top three uh, non-Hollywood Handbook appearances of Hayes and Sean on other podcasts. Anyway, uh, speaking of Rebecca Baldwin's, we had her on as a guest on that and she was really great. The next episode should be out on Friday and it's going to have Rebecca as well and possibly another special guest. Uh, so tune into that. Scoop Troop Top Tips. Uh, you should be able to just search for it in your podcast app or go to the Earwolf subreddit and you'll find it on there pretty close to the top, hopefully. And that's all I've been up to lately. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to leave a rating or a review on iTunes, you could do it. And bye-bye, folks. Bye-bye, people. Oh, 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 o